What's up, everybody? It's John Morgan. Listen, I want to just say thank y'all to everybody who has been supporting this podcast. Um, I cannot grow this without the support of the community who allows me to grow. So thank y'all to everybody who's been supporting, everybody who's been sharing it, everybody who is a subscriber on YouTube, everybody who has purchased merch from me, everybody who just tells somebody, you know, through through telling somebody in conversation who share these podcasts and your group text. Thank y'all. I, I, I cannot do this without you guys. So thank you for that. Right now, we want to ask for a specific type of support right now. If you can, stop what you're doing. Yes, you right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing right now. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Become a subscriber to this page, the Live Your Purpose podcast YouTube channel. Become a subscriber. Like, share, tell somebody about it. But stop what you're doing right now. Go to your YouTube page and become a subscriber. Click it. Click subscribe on the YouTube page and become a subscriber of this page. It allows us to grow and it allows us to, to touch different reach with different people. So please, if you could, if you call yourself a supporter, if you want to continue to see us grow and continue to see us build, stop what you're doing right now. Go to YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Like, thumbs up, all of that. Please, right now, Live Your Purpose Podcast. Peace. I can't believe you said the Black Album is number three on this, man. This guy. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you. How we sound real? that I was just making Go ahead. is that Go reasonable ahead. doubt is not number one. Like, whatever you say from there, I can, I can depending upon the day of the week, how I'm feeling, I can get with. Okay. As long as you don't have reasonable doubt. And that number so what you, what you got number one, though? Personally, what's number one? Is it the blueprint, reasonable doubt, or uh, black album? 
Uh, nah, it ain't black album. Okay, so hold on. What's your personal favorite and what you think is his best? Are they different? Yes. Okay. My personal favorite... My personal favorite is the Black Album. Okay. Okay. His best... No. I honestly think that... Uh, 444. Really? Is his best. You know what? I ain't mad at that. Because of content. And that matters. You know what I mean? And it's like... Especially if you've been a fan... To hear, to start listening at Reasonable Doubt and hear that, like, that just, like, it's like, wow. I'm not, I'm not mad at that because. The beats was there, the yeah. wordplay, everything yeah. was still there. Yeah. It's just the elevated content, like. Man, 444, man, is, it's one of them, it's one of them joints that, like, yeah, people, like, understood the value of it when it came out, but, like. Down the line, it's gonna be one of them ones that people gonna be like. I agree. <laughs> he was. I'm not mad at that at all because four 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 is. I mean, come on, that's like. He cheating, man. He, like it's, a, <laughs> it's the cheat code, man. It's, it's it's just. That's like what you want your rap to evolve. That's to. it. That's it. Like that's, if you had to make an album as a forty year old man. That's rap at the highest level. That's that's the art form from a purist, but at the highest level, like that's doing shit at greatness. But like mm-hmm. in a pure, I'm just better than y'all. But I, yeah, I've been doing like facts. I, I've been doing this longer than y'all. I'm better than y'all. I'm richer than y'all. Like it's just what you gonna say to that, yeah, man? The opulence. Is I'm, very I'm, I'm opulent. telling y'all my flaws on it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm being honest and being transparent. Hmm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. But listen, this right here. Yeah. To be 26 with this. <laughs> ooh, fresh out the streets. Facts. Ooh. Facts. Facts. I always say, man, anytime I listen to this full, full go, I hear something new. That's what mm-hmm. I like about Reasonable Doubt. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's 30 years old, and I still hear some new shit when I hear it. Right. I do, too. But, you know, I think, too, it matters... Um, where you were at in life mm-hmm. when the music dropped. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, I remember listening to Black Album oh, probably yeah. more than I listened to any other album. Yeah. Like, as soon as it dropped, I, like, it was getting burned for right. because of where I was right. in life, you know? So. See? That's why I Reason got to hear, just man. ain't number one. That's it. That's End of the got, day. That's <laughs> why I got to hear, man. Well, listen, let's get started, man. Listen. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Live Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, John Morgan, Jr. Um, I want to just say thank you to everybody, man. You know, everybody who's been supporting the pod, um, whether that's supporting with the merch, whether that's, you know, telling somebody to check us out on the YouTube, on the audio, um, even somebody who just, you know, sees what we're doing from a distance and just, you know, giving us a little bit of words of encouragement, man. We appreciate that, man. We don't... We don't take none of this for granted um, because we understand that this can be completely different. Um, and we understand that what we're doing is something that's bigger than, you know, our, ourselves as, as, as individuals, you know. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to, to the consumer. Shout out to the supporters. Shout out to the community of LYP. We appreciate that. Um, we got a special, special guest on, man. We This is only the this is only the third time we've had a, 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 a repeat a repeat guest on on the pod, man. We got an LYP mm-hmm. alumni in here, man. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who, you know, 
I hold in a high regard, somebody who I appreciate, um, not only in the entrepreneurship space, but, you know, in the, in the, in the real estate space. Um, and just like, you know, one thing I really love uh, about this individual man who we got is this person is, is very intentional about understanding her worth and her value and understanding the importance of, you know, um, speaking truth to power. And those are the things that, man, we can't take lightly. And we got to understand the um, the essence of that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, without without further ado, man, we got Miss Nita Davidson <laughs> in the house, man. Nita, what's up, man? What's good? I like that intro. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. You laid that off. Yeah, we got to put some sauce on it, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't lying, though. You feel me? I wasn't capping, man. Um, listen, thank you, you know. Um, th- thank you for coming on. I I, I, I appreciate this. Um we did an episode the first time back in like the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the world was, it was, we didn't know what the fuck was going on at that time. You know That's... what I'm saying? And it was just like, it, it, it was one of those situations where, you know, quarantine was kind of taking place and you had to just figure this thing out. You know what I'm saying? So when I reached out to you to do it, you was, you was for, you know, we, we, we made it happen. Um, and it was one of our better episodes, one of the, you know, better episodes that we just had a high level conversation. So I'm appreciative of having you back. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No I don't problem. take it lightly that you share your platform. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> all, always. Well, listen, let's, um, I, I, I've been trying to really just be intentional about just checking in with my people, man. And just like, you know, genuinely asking, how are you? You know what I'm saying? Not no, not no cookie cutter answer, not no cookie cutter question, but genuinely, how are you today in this moment, in this season? How are you genuinely? Uh, I would have to say I'm well. Mm. I'm well. Um, I will. I can't acknowledge that um, I'm tired mm-hmm. and I, I typically am around this time of year because I don't believe in like coasting through the year, I believe in like, you know. Finishing strong. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm a little tired, but I feel blessed, incredibly blessed. And overall, I feel well. Yeah, yeah. Man, one of the things that you, um, one of the things that you said, and, you know, and just kind of just going back and listening to our old episode is that uh, I asked you, I said, what do you want to be intentional about in 2021? You remember what you told me? Mm-mm. You told me, you said, all I want to do is educate and activate. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> and reflecting, you know, we're about to close out this year. You, how, how have you done with that? How have you done with educating and activating your plan? I did just that. Did you? And then some. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. yeah. I did that. And in ways that I didn't know, um, I had no clue of when I said that, I just knew that that was my intention. Mm. And, you know, some of the things that I've been able to do and accomplish this year have really blown my mind. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, I definitely, I did that. Man, 2020 is, it, it was such a, um, it was such a transformative year for myself personally. Um, my mother transitioned. I had my first son. Life was just different in, in 2020, right. you know what I'm saying? Historical, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's something that's never going to be forgotten. And I know for myself, man, I learned a hell of a lot about myself, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? From, you know, from from a good perspective, you know, there was a lot of trials and tribulations, but I learned so much about myself. Um, what did what did you learn about yourself in 2020 through the quarantine, through the pandemic, just kind of figuring out business? What did you, what did you learn about Nita during during that time as a whole? Um, I learned one that I was uh, even more resilient than I thought. Mm. 
I thought that I was tough, but I proved it mm. in 2020 to myself. It ain't to nobody else. I just proved it to myself. That's number one. And number two, from a spiritual perspective, I realized um, uh, the significance um, of my ministry mm. and how important it is. And because of that, I will likely uh, face a lot of opposition. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just <laughs> going to be my road to toe. Yeah. And I need to get just get comfortable with it and, you know, prepare for it yeah. and uh, grow through it the best way that I know. I didn't realize that, you know, you think certain things happen. It's like, but in 2020, in the stillness and the quiet, I realized, like, oh, like, the enemy don't want you to be out there saying what you're saying and making people feel that they can do this. And it's just like, he can't let that just go off without, you know, no type of attacks. And yeah. so uh, I definitely realized those two things for sure. So was, was was it a moment? Was it a process for you? Was there a, um, a series of events that led you to realize that, like, yo, I I, I have, you know, there's this some forces out, out outside of me that's trying to stop what I'm doing, and we can't let that happen. Uh, yeah, there were several moments. It started... Um, um, started in started when I broke my tailbone mm. right like right. I was I was I reached out to you yeah. you know I, re I remember you you know putting on the internet like yo I'm fucked up right now like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like this shit is <laughs> this shit is trying on yeah. me right now yeah literally uh that's the most physical pain I've ever experienced in my life um and mentally I was just like I was depressed mm -hmm. like literally I was I was very um you know I just I was I was not doing well yeah. at that point in time. And, uh, you know, like I grew through it. God carried me through it. And when I came out, that's when I realized, like, oh, like I do have it, to the, the ability to make it, to get through, to get over. And I realized that, again, I'm going to have to do this again. <laughs> and I'm going to need to be stronger. I'm going to need to be wiser. I'm going to need to be all of that in order to accomplish my mission, my purpose. Yeah, yeah. Man, when, when I hear you say that, um, I just, I, I hear the, you know, I hear the, the value of black women. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's an experience that so many black women, you know what I'm saying, experiences like, man, it's something again, but I got to keep it rolling. Like, Facts. you know what I'm saying? I can't, right. I can't sit back, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. you know, let this, let, let, let this take me down. What, what is that intrinsic value that you just like, you able to tap in, you know, into as a black woman that just allows you to see through adversity? And like, you know, it's, sometimes you may not even be able to explain it. It's just something that you know that you got and mm -hmm. you can go there and, Make it happen. Um, it's God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you Simple. know, yeah. I am, again, I am, I've always been a, a, a kind of a tough, resilient, kind of tough line type of person. Um, but I really uh, kind of figured out this, the joy of the Lord is my strength mm. type thing. Mm. And I like, I'm learning to, like, hold on to that thought. And so the things that happen to me now are, <clears throat> from my perspective, happening for me mm -hmm. and not to me. Mm -hmm. And so it just changes up, mm. you know, the way that I move. And that's like, it's not anything special that I've said. Man, but when I, when I hear you speak about that, for me, 
what resonates to me is that is that like understand that there, there's there's power and there's value in letting go and control. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like one of my one of my biggest I, I won't necessarily say flaws, but like one of the biggest things is like my Achilles heel that just like hits me is that like I do not like letting go of control of things at all. Mm-hmm. Like when I feel like something is out of my control, my heart start beating funny and start sweating and anxiety me kick too. up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but 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 what I've learned through 2020 and just, you know, through life just happening is that, like, when I do let those things go, I'm built for what's on the other side. Facts. <laughs> you you, Facts. you know what I'm saying? But it takes it takes the experience of letting go to be to be to be able to do that. I concur. You know what I'm saying? I got a control problem, too. <laughs> <laughs> so was it was it the uh, was it was it the health stuff that let you know that, like, all right, I got to. I got to let go a little bit more. Was it professionally that let you know some things like that? Or was it, or is it something that you still, you, you aware of it, but you still learning to, to lean into it? So it was both. So the tailbone situation happened in September, um, of last year. Well, September of, uh, was that 2019? No, September. Yeah, it was 2020. Of, yeah. September of 2020. And so, um, February of, um, 2021 earlier this year. So that's what, that's what started it. Got mm-hmm. the, got everything going. And then February of 2021, I started the first inspector for a class, mm-hmm. uh, July of 2021, we graduated. That was the second major moment. Like literally the day of the graduation, I felt like this crazy release. Like, I feel like I was like high and I wasn't high. <laughs> like, <laughs> it yeah. was just like, like euphoric. And I was just like, wow, like all these things tried to stop me. And it's like, I just, I ain't trying to be funny now, but it's like, I just kept getting better. Like no matter what was happening, mm. I just kept getting better. Inspector Flow was 20 weeks of class, two times a week, just showing up, helping the people, showing up. Helping. And then at graduation, seeing all of them, seeing their families, feeling the excitement, the celebration, it was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Man, when you was when you were going through that 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 tailbone injury and you know you know um, and, and going through a level of depression and like experiencing something you had never experienced before, was there any level of like, yo, I don't know how I'm gonna do this going forward? Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do after this, or like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through. Was there any level of self doubt where it's like, I have no idea what this is about to be? Yes, mm-hmm. it was lots of that because. Um, the, the doctors, after it happened, I mean, I was at the doctors like every other day for like a month and they were, you know, trying to figure this out and do we need to do that and what treatment and I'm in so much pain, but I don't, I, I don't really like the pain pills and like, so all of that on top of the prognosis was it's going to take at least 10 to 12 months for you to feel anything like mm. normal again, surgery could be an option, all of these different treatments and procedures and all of this kind of stuff could be an option. And I was like, hold up, I'm an investor and now I'm a new home inspector. It's like I, I need my mobility. I need to, you know what I mean? And so I felt like life as I knew it was over. I'm like, I'm, I'm about to just have to sit in the house. Like I had these like real life conversations. Like I'm going to just be sitting in the house and like, so yeah, I, I thought it was over for me. What you what what did you learn from that experience? Like what you what you take from that that you you know that you wanted to maybe do something different or you know just wanted to be intentional about on the other side, like as you got healthy and things like that. What'd you learn? Uh doing a much better job of taking care of myself mm. health wise. Yeah. 
Like I, I was. It's crazy. It's so disappointing to think how, um, how, how much I neglected my body from you know physical activity, exercise to my diet to all these different things. It was just very poor. Like how can you be this smart and this you know what I'm saying and not take care of like you know my greatest asset, my body. Man, that's a, that's such a, that's such a real <laughs> thing. And like it's a um it's a cliche thing at this mm-hmm. point. Like health is wealth well, type of shit. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I never forget when I was maybe about. 21, 22, thought I knew some shit, didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And my aunt was, you know, was dealing with some illness at the point in time. And we was over at my grandmother's house and we just, we just having a conversation just randomly. And I'm, I'm talking about something about like, you know, I got to get some money. I got to do some things to really, you know, get some money, yada, 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 yada. Like without no money, you ain't shit type of thing. Mm-hmm. Something, something to that. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I never, I never forget, you know, my aunt looked at me. He said, huh, she laughed. He said, Without your health, don't none of that matter. And she she was living it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, without your health, don't 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 none of that matter. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and here I am. What you were saying? I know that I have the intellect. I know that I have you know the the intelligence to, to grasp it. But I really was you know coming from an ignorant perspective of just like nah man that shit right. can be taken away right you, you, right taking it for granted yeah for sure yeah, yeah. And it was taken away from me and mm. it's like it's a shame that it took that but it did yeah yeah do you think that um in, in hindsight in, in reflecting on it you know and having health health concerns or just health experience whatever the case um do you think that you are the needer of today Without without those experiences, do you think that you were able to have this clear level head and you being able to like, even even though you said though you know listen I always in the year strong, mm-hmm. but like have a different perspective on just like the quality of life. Do you think you were able to have those without going through those experiences? No, I'm much better now, much better. Like physically, mentally, like the impacts of just the small uh, intentional steps that I've taken. Um, as far as again, my health and my diet and stuff is concerned, have have done wonders for me. And uh, no, I don't think that I would be powering through the end of this year without yeah. having addressed that. Yeah, I remember I seen you put on um, on social media. Like, I, it, it may have been a few months after you had you know seen the other side um, of your tailbone, where you like, listen, I'm about to get up. I'm gonna walk every day. Like, you know what happened? What right happened before that? What I had COVID. <laughs> Almost died. What? <laughs> I was down bad. I was in the hospital. I got pneumonia. I was down bad with COVID. Really? Really. I was down bad for COVID for about 30 days. Oh, so you had a hell of a lot of, like, health. I was health. Just about to say, that was my third moment. COVID was the best thing that has happened to me mm. all year. My biggest blessing of 2021 was COVID. Break, break, break that down, because people may hear you say that, but like, what you talking about? Like Yeah, so um that was August, end of August that I I caught COVID and I had it all the way through the end of uh September. Beginning. So you caught COVID and then broke your tailbone? No, I had broke my tail. I was already the tailbone situation was already in full effect. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that was last year. So check this out. <laughs> September twenty twenty, I break my tailbone. September twenty twenty one, I'm sick. <laughs> And afflicted with you COVID. Ain't, you ain't messing with September. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I was I was down bad for a month, and I was like, I've never been sick like that. Like, I've never I've never thought like, man, is this like, is, is, am I about to get it. up out of here? <laughs> like the breathing issues, like it was it was it was a lot. And so um, 
when I got better from COVID, my back felt so much better. It was mm. like I was healed. Like it was like it was magic. Yeah. And what I realized is that it was a detox. Mm. I did not all I was eating was applesauce. Like that's the only thing that I could really What did eat. you de- what did you detox from? Everything. I wasn't smoking, I wasn't eating anything. Uh I was drinking the most water. I always drink a lot of water, but I was still I was I was like it was I was a de- I was detoxed from everything. And so uh, one of the issues, because I have arthritis, and my, one of the issues um, that we are, is are trying to manage is inflammation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because of my diet, and I, kn- I knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know that, but I still was not making the choices to do what I could do to limit that until I got COVID. And I didn't have no choice. And I was laid out with COVID. And Man. when I got better, I was like, I'm going to walk every day. I don't like. I don't care where I'm at in the world. I don't care when it gets cold. Uh, we just got a treadmill. Like I'm going to walk every single day. Why is it so hard for us to to know better and not do better? Just hard headed. <laughs> I think God had to make us like that because it wouldn't. It, it's it's kind of like entertaining watching people like know better and not do better. God, be sitting there laughing, laughing at us like <laughs> gotta have some entertainment because yeah, yeah, yeah. if we was. As sensible as he created this to it'd be, be too easy. it'd be way too boring. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Man, well, that's, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a blessing, you know yeah. what I'm saying, that we able to see the other side of it uh, today. But uh, people are dying, you know, you know what I'm saying, you know, from, from, from COVID. So, like, you were one of the fortunate ones to see see the other side, like, I'm sure that that changed you. Yes. Like, I'm sure that that impacted you mentally, spiritually. Like, I'm sure that that... Yep. That's not no regular shit, man. That's not nothing that you can just experience and come out on the other side is keep doing. When, when you're trying to be aware, aware. you know yeah. you know what I'm saying, at least. So, like, talk talk about that experience. Like, what did you learn from, from, from that experience? I learned, too, that I need to um, listen more. Ooh. I need to listen more. Ooh. I need to listen to my body more. Mm. Um, because I'm just, like, again, just being unhealthy, working too much, working too hard, not valuing my temple. You know what I'm saying? And I, I need to listen more to that. And also, I need to listen, um, you know, like, I, there were some messages that I was ignoring or not giving enough attention to. And so I feel like I was like, okay, on your back. Well, you think, you think, were you, were you scared to listen? Did you not trust the information that you was getting? Why do you think you wasn't listening? And the reason, the reason I ask that is because you are very intelligent. You are very smart. You do have a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? You don't, you don't really need nothing materialistic from nobody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So why, why you think you wasn't taking in the information? All those things that you just said are a gift, but also a curse. Mm. Because um, sometimes I tend to be a know-it-all. And it's like, I know what I'm doing. I got, I got to, <laughs> like, you may not see the play, but I got to play. And I'm, I know I'm going to run the play. So, right. like, so, and again, that is a great trait to have, but everything in moderation. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to get it. <clears throat> back in balance, and I think on both of those occasions, when I the tailbone issue, 
the COVID situation, I was, I think I was out of balance. I was too much needed. Like, I know I'm going to do, you know, and it's like, again, you know, God going to get your attention. One you way think God other. humbled you? Uh, of course. I don't like to use that word. Right, right. But uh, got my attention, got your attention. for okay. sure. Right. Like, yeah, like, I've been knocking. You're going to act like you ain't hear me knocking. You know, I, I call you. You're going to act like you ain't hear. Okay, I'm kicking the door in, and now you're going to sit here and listen. <laughs> man, I, I, I resonate so much with that because, um, man, my whole life I didn't got told I was a know-it-all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and for real, for real, like you just said, being a gift and a curse, it's not even so much that I am a know-it-all. I just believe in me. And, nice. and, and I would rather bet on myself. Than somebody else. But what I have learned and beginning to really learn to accept is that sometimes God gives you people close to you to just give you what you can't see. Help, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with the ain't nothing wrong with no help. Ain't nothing wrong with yep. hey John. That's all cool, but this <laughs> this right here, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You love me, you respect me. This this is what I'm telling you. You better take it, or else. Yep. You know what I'm saying, and that's the. Whew, that is a um. It's a lesson, you yeah. know, and um, we get a lot of practice at it because we don't do well with it. So right. you're gonna keep getting that lesson, you know. Right. But I I I I've been telling my, like I learned, <laughs> I learned, <laughs> and I want to listen from now on and get and follow the instruction and not have to get. It's like it's like when you out, you know, you playing basketball, then coach call the play, and you don't run the play. So next day, boy, you coming out the game. Yeah. Like, I, no, I'm gonna run the play because I don't want you to take me out the game right. permanently, right. and I don't want to sit on the bench. Like, right. I want to stay on the court. So. Right. Let me play my role. Period. <laughs> yeah. Let me, yeah. Let, let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me play my role. Yeah, for sure. What's up, everybody? It's your boy John Morgan. Listen, man, right now. As y'all can see, man, I got on the new Leah Purpose podcast merch, man. It's going crazy right now. The t-shirts. I got the dad hats. People always hit me up. John, man, where can I get it? How can I grab your stuff? You got a website. You got a site. You got a site. You got a site. How can I grab it? I'm here to tell you, yes, we do have a site. All right. That site is www.lypp.org. O-R-G. Again, it's www.lypp.org. Go to that website right now, man. You can find our our uh you can find a link to the YouTube channel. You can find a link to the audio platform, but you also can find where you can shop and grab your merch right now. Again, man, check check us out. We got the tees going crazy right now. The dad hats. Expect to see some new products on that site. Go right now. www.lypp.org again, man. A lot of y'all been hitting me up asking me about this link and this site. It's available. So do yourself a favor. Go through. Support. Shout with your boy. Spend some money with your boy. I know some of y'all still got that PPE money. Come spend some with your boy, man. Peace. 2020 and even 2021 to an extent, it's it's all been about learning for me. You know what I'm saying? And learning in a bunch of different ways. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd have had to learn through grief. I'd have had to learn through, through hardship. I'd have had to learn through failure. And I've had to learn through, like, you know, being intentional about facing fear. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, <clears throat> that's one of the things that I really, like, um, I always appreciated about you. But just over time, I really appreciated how t- intentional you are about just, like, mindset. And just, like, you know, 
what I take from it is, is facing fear. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily know if people take it from that, but that's one of the things that I really appreciate about, like, your messaging and, like, you know, the stuff that you put out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and if people don't know anything, I hope people understand that, like, in any level of success, man, you got to conquer your own demons. You got to conquer your own fears and shit. Period. You know, this ain't no, yeah. this not no cakewalk. Right. Because the, 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 my uh, biggest issues over the last two years, 2020, 2021, was the COVID and was the back. And people... Most people didn't know that. Mm. Most people didn't. I eventually said something on there because I knew I wasn't going to be able to be around. Right. So I eventually said something. But people didn't know how dark those days got. And, you know, like I was teaching and I would cry every week. Mm. Like every week I was, I was at, from week 10 on, I cried every week. Wow. And people didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Like all of that. People didn't know that I was like literally fighting for my life. Like people didn't. Nobody knows it. Nobody sees that part of it. Do you do you think that that's something that um do do us as entrepreneurs, us as black entrepreneurs, do we need to be more intentional about like maybe creating a community around each other to like give each other spaces to be able to like share these type of experiences? Is is it is it a individual thing? Like what's more comfortable to the individual? How can we how can we be intentional and strategic about like when somebody else is going through the same stuff we talking about right now how can we create a community around these people to to help yeah we need to yeah we definitely need to um because you know as an entrepreneur and i'll even take it a step further as as a high level entrepreneur um you do like i a, a lot of my friends who are you know who fit that bill like they say the same things that i say like this happened and I was depressed and I had, you know, my ad set up for the next two months, but I didn't feel like, like, and there really is no space uh, to vent about customer issues and uh, vendor issues. There, there really is no space for the entrepreneurs dealing with this and day out. And people think that that doesn't matter because you got money or because people know who you are. It's like, but so what? I'm a human. I'm a I'm a woman, and I'm I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my, my shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that vendor pissed me off, like making my shirts wrong. When I like these are things that happen, and like you said, there is nowhere really, or that I know of, um, that is a safe space where there's commonality around that, so that you would feel comfortable sharing and listening, you know, to other people who are having these same issues. Yeah, man. That's um. I mean, that's like that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to create the platform with LYP is because, listen, I want to have conversations with entrepreneurs. Yeah, we want to get into the business stuff. We want to be able mm-hmm. to inspire, educate people on, you know, ways that they can, you know, find a way to um, securing they, they sales financially and things like that. But um, entrepreneurs, although they are some of the we, we are some of the most gifted and talented people, man, we struggle, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and I tell people all the time, I'm not an entrepreneur if I don't start my journey of healing first. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was a, like, the intangibles, the logistics of that, I get that. That makes sense to me. But the mindset of it, man, it took, it took processes work. and practice yeah. and work to get to the point of understanding that, like, I can face fear to, you know, to fail at something. Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand? Like, that's something that, 
that is something that as entrepreneurs, man, and definitely what you said is 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 high level entrepreneurs, man. I, I just don't. That's that's a void that I that I think that we have, man. And I and I, I definitely want you know people to understand that. Nah, we gotta be intentional about having these type of conversations. Yeah, I can see you facilitating something like that, like see? the brand, you, your whole vibe. Like I could definitely see you and people respecting it and appreciating, you know. That space, I could definitely mm, see. Mm. Well, yeah, look at look at Lee yeah. me in yeah. the Yeah, look at look, look, look. look at God, look at God helping yeah. us, right? Yeah, see, yeah, see? I, I could definitely, I could like, I literally can see it, mm. like literally. Well, I I, pre- I appreciate that. Um, well, tell tell me, man, like, how did how did the home inspector portion of it come about? You know what I'm saying? Because when we rocking, it's full real estate, you know, investing, going right. wholesaling, going on the coaching. And I remember you told me that. Listen. John, I don't even want to coach. My, my people told me that, like, neither you cheating yourself by not coaching. So I had to do Like, you know, I had to do it. And then I, I think I vaguely remember, you know, when the home inspector, like, portion of, like, what you was doing online came about. And then next thing you know, it was it was full throttle on what you had going. Right. So how did it, what is the origin of it? And, like, it seems like it's a passion to you. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, like, how does it, how did how did it all come about for you? It came about out of, uh, like you said, the real estate. Like I, I got my start with wholesaling, and because of that, I was a part of a lot of transactions early on. And with my clients, you know, I was uh, referring them to home inspectors. With me purchasing, you know, building my own por- personal portfolio, I was using home inspectors, and I didn't feel like they were doing a great job for the people that I was referring them to. And then those people were holding me accountable. And I was like, hold up, mm. <laughs> this not making either sense. Mm. Mm. And so uh, I just looked into it, you know, and I was like, um, okay, this is something like I already got a lot of foundational knowledge from my real estate, you know, putting houses together and things like that. So uh, let me, you know, get off into it. And once I got off into it, uh, you're right. It's like I found like my true love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was, um, and I had no intentions on teaching. Um, I was just excited to do it. But, you know, fast forward a few months. Tailbone. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. So, so <laughs> one of the things that I've, that I've seen and that I, I, I always appreciated about, the, uh, uh, I've always appreciated you about this is that, man, you are intentional about educating black people. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, we 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 talk that shit collectively about wanting to, you know, um help our own and improve our own. But everybody ain't using certain language. Mm-hmm. You specifically say, "Yo, I need X amount of black males to sign up for these courses cuz it ain't no black males in what we doing." Mm-hmm. Black women like we need to get into this space. We can dominate in this space. Like you that's always been part of you, but like why in the home inspector portion are you going so hard and being intentional about about us getting in this space? Um, I believe in black nepotism. Mm-hmm. I believe that when I get on, you have an opportunity to get on. When I get into a position of power, influence, a position of resource, it's my duty, my responsibility to you know to pass that on to my community. And so that's the primary reason. And then secondarily, like I said, when I got into the industry, I saw 
Like there were a couple of problems that I noticed off rip. One of them was education. The second one was um, like diversity. There was no diversity. And then the third one was camaraderie. Mm. In order to have a growing, thriving industry, you have to have you have to provide quality means of education and training. You need to have a diverse base that can serve everybody. And then third, you want to have some sense of camaraderie in building so that as the older generation phases out, you have a next generation that's up and ready and that has, you know, the, the game just keeps on growing. And so um, to address that diversity piece, I was like, uh, only 15% of home inspectors are black. Um, or excuse me, only 7% of home inspectors are black. Mm. Only 15% are uh, women. Mm. And uh, the average home inspector is a white man, ages 50 to 55. How do we have all these black realtors, all these black investors, all these black first-time home buyers, and and no black or women or millennial uh, home inspectors to service them? If I'm a you know, mid-30s black woman who's purchasing my house, and I want, I have a black realtor, I have a black contractor, and I want the ability to hire a black inspector, I should have that ability in the marketplace. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have to go with John if mm-hmm. I don't want to go with John. Shout out to the Johns, man. <laughs> we love him, God bless him, but <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, Keisha, I'm with you. I should be able right. to hire Keisha right, to right, inspect right. my Facts. house because Facts. she... I, she yeah. You know? Yeah, no. It, no, it should, no it, again, facts. if I'm a, a 25-year-old white guy, I should have the, like I shouldn't have to deal with somebody who's old enough to be my grandpa. Like I should be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah, have have, have options available. Yeah. Why why do you think that um why do you think that a lot of us don't believe in black nepotism? Because I like the fact that you just straight up said it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we 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 will hide and, and you know play like that sometimes behind cl- closed doors, but everybody ain't just getting out there and just talking. No, man, if, if if I'm on, I'm putting my people on. Like you know, what I'm saying that is self-preservation. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying why do you think that we not? Why do you think we scared to just play play like that? Because that's revolutionary talk, John. We not all revolutionaries. You know what I'm saying? And we all we all got a role to play. And most people are followers. That's just how it goes. There are only a few. Leaders, and then of those leaders, like again, you got the more the revolutionary type of people who are, you know, a little bit more whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're calling radicals. Those, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always been that person. I, as I've grown more, as I've gotten more knowledge, access to more resources, my voice just gets louder about it because I can. But I've always been like that. And I, I think another reason is, is black people, we, they, uh, white people have taught us that there's a negative connotation to nepotism That's based right. on how they they've used done it. it. That's right. That's right. That sounds like every other point of oppression to me, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, even when I talk to people, you know what I'm saying, from a mental health standpoint, I'm like, you know, listen, um, when I speak of mental health, you know, for black people, I'm not talking about it from the lens of what white people have told us that this shit is, because it's not that. Right. Let's be let's be 100% clear. White people have used the um, they have used the education in the system of mental health to use that against us and to educate us in their own way so they can control us. Right. Period. Point blank. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what I hear you saying, you know, in in this aspect is is a science is a science type of thing. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you you know what I'm saying? So that's 
I, I love what you're talking about. This is this is revolutionary talk, and this is talk to me about like as you did grow your resources, as you did get your knowledge in it, and you did become more boisterous in speaking it from the home inspector. Because again, analytically, it ain't nobody else in this field like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that comes with a level of pushback, you know what I'm saying, from people yeah. who've been in it, you know, people who've been exercising their own nepotism. Talk to me about the experiences that you're getting from the pushback from the people within the system that's like, yo, she doing too much. How you know that's happening to me? <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how the game go. That's how the game go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, again, uh, you know, I, I, I always knew it was a thing because, again, you don't think like how I think and talk like, like you just got to know that it's coming. But I will say that um, I, I have experience that and it's as far as I'm concerned it's early because I'm just getting started like I'm I'm literally just getting started and so I was a a tad bit surprised to hear um some things from um you know I've I've heard from some other uh home inspector education companies uh I've heard from some older white men home inspectors um yeah I've heard from all of them and what I got to say to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, I, 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 again, I understand that that's part of my assignment and I embrace it. Um, that's how you know you're talking good. Where's that, where that level of insight come from? I remember when we first talked, you talked about, you talked about your grandmother mm-hmm. and like how she instilled certain values in you. Mm-hmm. Like, where's that level of insight come from that like, yo, I have an assignment, you know, I have service to provide that is greater than myself. Mm-hmm. Is it is it all from your grandmother? Like, where else does that come from? I think it's about my upbringing in general. My grandma, my mom, um, my mom used to always tell me that I was special, that I was a leader, and she used to always be like, God, it's just showing me things about I'm like, Mom, <laughs> give it a rest, lady. You she know, was speaking life into you, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I used to be like, what you mean and what he's showing you and all this and all that. And so if you ask her now, she'll be like, I'm not surprised. I always yeah, know. Yeah, like, like when I was, a, I can't remember how old I was, but I had a, a group. Did I tell you about this? I had a, it, was a, it was a group. It was called Sir. It was Mm-mm. called Sisters Uniting and Rising. This is like in the seventh grade, John. Okay, all right, so I okay. had a group of girls come to my house, and I had, there was a lady, shout out to uh, Miss Mary Reed, who owned Positive Image, right there, uh, what is that, on Hawkins. Is that Hawkins? Yeah. Was it no, on- that's Copley. That's Copley. That's okay, Copley. okay, okay, okay. Positive okay. Image. And so she came out, she was a stylist owner, came out and talked to us about doing that. Like, this was at seven. So I've always, I always really athletically, you know, I, I have always been a leader and I always, my methods have always been more vocal, more boisterous. And so, um, like, yeah, this was, it was, it was written like yeah. this. I believe like I was, God yeah. called me for this. Have you ever had moments of where you didn't want to walk in that? Absolutely. 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 Like that's a, I won't say constant, but I have, I have lots of days like that where it's like, man. Like, ain't nobody else got to be like this. Don't nobody else got to turn the other cheek. Don't nobody else got to be professional and got to do this and think about all the... Everybody else is just chilling, doing what they want to do. Why can't I just chill and do what I want to do? And then I'll hear or see something or somebody will send me a message about, you know, and it would be like, oh, that's why. You a leader. I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Every time I think I'm getting it, like I said, I had no intentions on teaching home inspectors. I like I wanted to be a home inspector. That's it. Like I was about to build my company to the. You know what I'm saying? Like I had no desire, no intentions on being a home inspector educator at all. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I'm shaking my head because in my own capacity, man. You know, listen. People talk about being a leader, but being a leader comes with understanding that, like, you you really are sacrificing your leisure for the greatness of you know people outside of yourself. You know, people that you never gonna meet. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is gonna be for the the youngsters. Like we talked about before, these cameras start rolling. Like, there's gonna be somebody hopefully fit. 30 years from now, who may pull this video up and, like, hear what we talking about and they going to get inspired about what we talking about. Like, you yeah. know, that's that's leadership. Yeah. Like, it ain't about it ain't about me and you right, right. now. It's, right. It's, 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 this, is not about, this is not about us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, God damn, that's tiring, man. Yes, it is. But then you look around and you be like, he had to choose. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, had, for real. He needed somebody no, like for real. Me to choose. No, cause. no, for real. Because you, you can, you can easily see, you know, you can, you can easily see the, the, the field and like, yeah, it don't look like that, right? You know what I'm saying? That's a right. little bit more goofy than what we will, you know, wanted to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, Let me needed to be. Bingo. <laughs> bingo. Facts. Bingo. Bingo. So like, <laughs> the home inspecting. You said you start. You started it. You wanted to build your own company. Right. It evolved into you. You coaching. Right. Now you in this space. You you in the podcasting space. You taking right. it. You know. You really are growing the home inspecting. You know, landscape as as a whole. Mm-hmm. What's your experience been like behind this microphone and in this podcast space? What's 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 it been since you've been in this space? I definitely have, and I share this with you, I definitely have a deeper respect for all of the podcasters out there, especially those of you who do it, the audio and the visual, <laughs> um, because it is no joke, and yeah. I had no clue, um, you know, of how much, actually, you know, really goes into creating uh, a podcast, but... I do think that is very necessary it's along those same lines that we were just talking about in terms of archiving, you know what I mean? And these, these conversations and these things living on beyond, beyond us. So uh, I definitely think it's important. And um, I'm also, I like to, I like challenges, you know, mm-hmm. like I got to keep myself sharp, right. you know? And so that's right. a new challenge where right. it's like, I'm not top dog in podcasting. Right. I'm starting from the bottom. I got to figure this out. I got to put my time in, pay my dues. You know, so like I told you, I'm not, I'm just gonna be grinding for at least about a year, mm-hmm. and then I look up and see what I got going on and how I can grow and stuff from there. So, so break it down to me. Break down what the Inspector Flow podcast is all about. Is it is it all education based? Are you sharing experiences? Are you bringing other people on? Like, what can people kind of expect when they tune into you know your your, your podcast? So it's all of that. So. Um, I called it the Inspector Flow Show because I wanted it to be educational. I wanted it to uh, highlight other inspectors, uh, non-traditional inspectors, if you will. Like, I wanted to be a place to talk about tools, technology, best practices, a resource for the new wave, for the new generation of home inspectors. Most home inspectors, again, they're on their way out. You know, they're retiring, they're being pushed out. And so there's a huge opportunity, a huge space for new 
home inspectors and you know we're the ones we listen to podcasts we're yeah. technology yep. we're online we yep. show up there and so i'm uh, i just i wanted to provide a space for us to talk about that in a, a cool like non-boring right. relatable type of way yeah what what's your um where you find fuel and inspiration at these days? Like, is it from your students who graduating through your program? Is it is it sitting with yourself and just like you know finding those challenges that you spoke of? Mm-hmm. You know, because again, man, you you you've accumulated a certain amount of success. Like, you know, um, you you have things that people are looking towards and inspiring. Where you where you finding your motivation at these days to like not only just keep going but like want to scale and, and grow. Um, yeah, so my students are definitely an inspiration. Like I said, I had no clue um, that uh, I would feel the way that I, I feel about them. But that graduation in July, I mean, it was it was everything for me. It it, it just it, it blessed me something crazy. How many people see. you graduate? Twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, twenty seven people. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Twenty of those women. Beautiful. Uh, our youngest student was twenty one. Uh, we got a student in this class who was forty eight. I'm super proud of that, um, but but yeah, the the student success is um, definitely inspiring. But more than inspiration, it's more uh, I just understand my ministry. Mm. You know what I mean? And like my purpose, I I really understand it. You know, like I I know what I've been called to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so that is my greatest source of inspiration if you will it's like you know, it don't matter about people for real like that's that's good I love that but it's like everything you know my grandma always talks about everything you do do it as service unto the Lord <laughs> and she says it, it but it's really true yeah, you know yeah, what I mean it's yeah. like everything like understanding that mission and that purpose now and it's like now I just want to you know I want to be who I was called to be in every way yeah yeah no, that, that that's that's powerful, man. That that that's very powerful. What are some um, what are some pros and cons, or just more, more so the cons? Like, what is what are the misconceptions that people have about home inspector that they just they may think they know, but they've heard some you know some false information or heard the wrong information, and you know some some slighting information that's you know um, taking them away from you know really really pursuing it. What's what's some stuff that you can give some people to really like? Nah. That ain't it. This is why you should jump into it. Well, I think the number one thing on the practical tip is is that you have to climb roofs and get into crawl spaces. <laughs> and technically, according to nationally accepted standards, you don't. Mm-hmm. You're not required to. Obviously, it helps, you know, if you do. But that is that's one that I hear a lot from men and women. People are uh, afraid of heights, don't want to afraid of closed spaces. Um, and so that is that's I think a, a very uh, large deterrent for really? a lot of people. Yeah, I hear that a lot. So a they lot. Have people afraid of heights and they don't want to go into closed space. <laughs> it because you know across and this is another thing is like the miseducation because when people hear crawl space they think like crawling on your belly, right. cold, dark right. area. And right. there are some crawl spaces that's like you can like basically walk in. You know they're clean, they're dry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a huge uh, misconception. Uh, that and then also um, what keeps people out is is the information 
in terms of how to become an inspector is different state to state. Mm. So there's no one place that you can go and just find out what you got to do. And because it is still relatively new, a lot of the states, uh, even those that are regulated and have certain licensure requirements, it's just not clear. Yeah. It's very convoluted in what you have to do and where you can go to do it and how mm. long, you know, all of that stuff um, is 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 intimidating, you yeah. know, when you can't, you know, so. And you simplifying all of that and breaking all of that down in your course and things like that to kind of eradicate a lot of that fear. Yeah. yeah. I want people to know. To, I want to set the proper expectations because it's not for everybody. Like yeah. just just like anything else, you know. Yeah. There's a huge opportunity here. Definitely lots of pros, but I want to set people up for success, right. and that is giving them, you know, or at least giving them access to the information that they need to make a decision. Right. Well, listen, man. Let's 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 really get into it. Let's let's you know let's let's do right by people this year, man. Let's let's provide some service for some people this year. Um, I, I love your mission. I've always loved you know the value and the service that you provided. Um, from from a distance, I could always tell that you was genuine in what you were doing. You know what I'm saying? People people are influencers. People have big followings. People you know do the business side of things. But everybody's not really, you know, leaning into a real service. You know what I'm saying? And, and I want to be intentional about, like, you know, um, associating myself with people who is providing service. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what, that's what my life is really all about. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad that that comes across. Yeah, no, that's, it, that's it does. For, for, for those who know, like, don't get me wrong, you be trolling and talking a lot of shit <laughs> on the internet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Balance. You, <laughs> hey, 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 you be having me dying for real. <laughs> And you got me, I'm like, man, I'm like, do Nina be trolling these people or is she just having a good time? Hey, because you be hitting people with the clapbacks, big clapbacks. So, like, on Twitter, Instagram ain't got nothing to your Twitter following. Your Twitter following is amazing, man. I'm talking about you be, oh, my God, your, your retweet game and clapbacks is uh, on point, uh, 100%. But underneath all of that. Man, the service is there, and for real, for real, even in the clapbacks, I think you what you really be saying is I like I'm trying to help y'all. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you be like, man, it's so it's so sad that y'all just don't get what I'm saying. The misinterpretations of what I asked, and y'all the ticket didn't spun it to something completely different. Yeah, because yeah. my intention is always to help and to educate, especially right. our people. The people perish for lack of knowledge. Right. That's it. It right. ain't lack of money. It's lack of knowledge. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, yeah. Let's 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 let, let's let's talk about how we going to um you know how, how we going to provide some offerings this year for people. You know what I'm saying? I know you got some stuff that you want to do um this up upcoming holiday season. How can people really get connected to you know the home inspector flow? You know how can they really jump into it? Somebody out there is watching this right now. Somebody is listening and like, damn, I love what need to stand for. I know I could you know provide value in that space. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it, but I know that I can do it. I'm capable and I want to do it, but I don't know what the hell to do. How can we, you know, how can we provide value for those individuals today? So actually, uh, closing out the year, I had those people exactly who you just mentioned. I had those people in mind, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so um, the last week of the year, December 27th through the 31st, I'm hosting a home inspector challenge. So basically, for five days, I'm going to go live one hour a day and break down what you need to do and how you need to get into it. So the schedule is going to be on Monday. I'm going to go over those state requirements. So again, you can find out if you're in a non-regulated versus a regulated state and what you have to do. Tuesday, I'm going to go over home inspector marketing, how to get booked, the six-figure home inspector blueprint. 
Wednesday, I'm gonna cover the toolkit. So what tools you need to have mm. in order to do a home inspection. On Thursday, I'm gonna walk through home inspector business setup. So I'm gonna show people exactly how to set up their business the proper way. That's one thing I didn't, nobody ever taught me. Yeah, I just yeah. picked that up. And then it. on Friday, the fifth day, I'm gonna do some NHIE test prep, which is the National Home Inspector Examination. It's a very difficult test that I want to uh, give people like a heads up on. This is what to expect and also some study tips. So those people who hear this, um, you know, and think like, yo, like you said, like I really, like I would wanna get into that. I'm doing this challenge just for them. And I could, everybody was like, why are you doing it then? Why you can't just do it? I was like, no, because I don't believe that we should wait until the quote unquote new year. New year. It's like, no, I wanna give you the information right now, two days right. after Christmas, right. meet me here so you can get the information so you can start now. Right. And this, you can make this a reality for yourself in 2022. So when you when you do go live, are these going to be are they going to be archived on your page as well? Are people going to be able to like? Or is it going to be saved in, in your post and people can kind of like if they don't catch it on the 27th, can they come back on the 28th and see what you posted on the on the 27th? Is it going to be saved to your to your post or is it going to be catch me on live and then it's gone? Catch me the next day. So it's actually the replays. So first of all, we got a Facebook group, right? So everybody that's going to be in the challenge is going to be added to a Facebook group and the challenge, the training videos will be available for 24 hours okay. after. So the replay will be available for 24 hours. Um, and then again, the Facebook group too is another big thing because remember what I said earlier about community and camaraderie and people need to know that there are other people out there in your area and even across the country that are working um, toward this. So even after the challenge is over, I'm gonna keep that Facebook group going so that uh, I can jump in there and get some game, some and some inspiration, and so most importantly, people can network yeah. <clears throat> with each other. Well, listen, y'all heard it, man. The 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 options are gonna be available, man. So y'all make sure y'all check it out. Um, do not get quick. Uh, caught slipping on this, man. The last, if the last eighteen months has taught us anything collectively, is that nothing lasts forever, you know. And and it's better to bet on yourself as opposed to put your hands in, you know, in in, in the system. You know what I'm saying? It, that just that just is what it is. You know, that is no shade towards anything or anybody, but it's better yeah. to bet on yourself. We've got to have equitable skills. That's it. Period. That's it. I'm that looking to teach uh, everybody from our young people from eighteen on up to people who are transitioning out of corporate now because of you know everything that's going on and not being able to depend on them so i have all this you know space for all of those people and yeah. uh we we need to 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 prioritize equitable transferable skills yeah well tell tell people tell people your social media tags where they can find you tell them the dates again um it's gonna be five days, five days. monday through friday Yep. Um, tell them where they can find the Facebook group and all that type of good stuff. So for the challenge, uh, it's going to be homeinspectorchallenge.com. You can go there and find all of the information. That's going to be December 27th through the 31st. We will be having a meeting on New Year's Eve. Okay. It's going to be at 3 o'clock. Okay, so I'm gonna okay, get, I'm right, get you right. out. <laughs> I'm going to say, damn, what about to do at 8 o'clock, man? See, this is, I did it like that because if you're serious... Just like how we went to church watch night before we went Ooh. out to the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got it in. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I went to church. I went. To, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna keep it real. I went to church watch night. Soon as twelve ten hit, I it's was gone. Yeah, I was, it was. I'm out of here. <laughs> I <Yeah>. catch y'all. <laughs> so the challenge is again. That's homeinspectorchallenge.com. 
I'm on uh, Instagram at House Hunter 216, Twitter at House Hunter 216. The podcast, The Inspector Flow Show, is available on all platforms Apple, Spotify, Google, et cetera, et cetera. Go check it out. Nita, you are a beautiful vessel and a beautiful spirit. I appreciate you. You know, we need more people like you, and I don't take you for granted, not just only in our relationship, but for the collective. Um, I genuinely appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. I Continue to do what you're doing. You know, you are disruptive, you know, and I don't care what y'all say about Nita on Twitter. I'm riding. You know what I'm saying? If I, don't dis- if I disagree with her, I'm going to tell her to her face. I ain't, I ain't telling her in public in front of y'all. You feel me? I'm riding with Nita no matter what. So I appreciate you, Nita. You you know, again, man, I, I just I appreciate what you stand for. I appreciate your mission. Um, and I just appreciate you being yourself. You know what I'm saying? For first, first and foremost. Um, listen, tell me, tell me what are some um what are some non-negotiables for you? What's some stuff that in your day-to-day, personally, professionally, business-wise, what are some stuff that you just do not bend on as it relates to like, nah, I'm standing on that. I gotta do that. Um, like, like principles or like day-to-day activity? Like- both, both principles and day-to-day activities. Okay. So my, as far as day-to-day activities is that active part, that activity, like I said, no matter where I am on the planet, I got to get my 30 minutes to hour of physical activity in. So that's a, a, a daily activity. Uh, principle wise, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm big on loyalty. Mm. Like I, I need like fierce, like not that, like yeah, I'm a, like I need the fierce right. loyalty because right. uh, that's what translates as love. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's like if if I could sum it all up in terms of principles. The loyalty, because I believe honesty and tech, I believe all of those other it's wrapped sub- in, the, in the loyalty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. What are your um? Again, man, I asked you about your intentions for twenty twenty one. Educate, activate. We about to wrap this year up. Twenty twenty two will be here in the next three weeks. Yep. You know what? What are your intentions for twenty twenty two? Twenty twenty two is going to be. Um, like a strategizing, a planning year for me. So I'm only doing one live inspector flow class so that I can have time to put some things in play for 2023 and beyond. Mm. So uh, I'm going to still get, uh, you know, 20 weeks of teaching in, but the second half primarily of next year will be all just plotting, strategizing. There's some um, partnerships I'm looking to secure, some different things so that, we can really kind of like push the envelope come 2023. What's a, um, what's an area of growth that you want to be intentional about? Maybe even you may even look at it internally as, as a weakness, something that you really just want to focus on and like, nah, I gotta, I gotta tighten up a little bit on that. I'm a little loose right there. I would say, um, my personal relationships. Mm. I've, I've become very, um, I shouldn't say this on camera. Someone gonna try to use it against me. <laughs> oh well, um, I've 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 become very like people are so disposable to me these days. Like I don't want to say I don't care, but I just I, I feel like I've become very nonchalant and very loose with uh, my relationships. And uh, I don't mean that all in a bad way because some of that is necessary, but again, balance. I, I tend to be 
again, I'm an, I'm an Aquarius. So I'm like extreme or not at all. And I think that um, some some people, some of the people that are close to me, my love for them and my desire to see them be well and do well, and clearly their desires, we don't have the same desire in that regard. So it's like, I don't know what to do with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're not going to be on what I'm on in terms of growth and progression, like I don't know where to place you. And so it, it's left a lot of people on the outside. And I need to figure that out. I need to figure out if that's the best practice or if there's something else I need to do. So do you think you think the, the weakness aspect of it is you going about it a, a, certain, a certain type of way? Not necessarily what, what going make, about what, it. What makes it something that you want to, you know, work on? I, I, and I won't say where I need to examine it. Okay. Because this year is just like the last two years, it's been a lot of, are you on that? All right. Are you I'm, on I'm that? All right. All right. Uh, like, and so it's like, again, I know some of that is necessary because there's no growth without pruning, but I need to just examine and mm. see, again, are you, do you care so much? Cause I had a big heart and I tend to want more for people than what they want for themselves. So it's like, are you wanting more for people? And when they don't want the same thing, you discard them. Yeah. And if so, is that right? Is that okay? Right. Is that what, you know what I mean? Or is there some sort of repositioning within your life that needs to take place? So I just need to examine that process, okay. you know, <laughs> and, okay. and see if it's cool, if it need to be tweaked, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I can I can understand that. Growth is people don't. This is another aspect that we need to talk about in our entrepreneurial hub group that mm-hmm. you're gonna put on. <laughs> is, is how you manage and navigate uh, socially as a high level entrepreneur mm. because none of the people that I grew up with or that I knew ten years ago are where I am now and I'm not trying to be but it's just like these are facts and not that they wanted to be or whatever but it's like how do I navigate that when our lives are so different and I do have standards for the company that I keep you know what I mean like so how do you navigate that without feeling like you just got to throw everybody away what I hear what I hear you speaking on is um learning how to set up appropriate boundaries for real you know what I'm saying like when, yeah. like I, I um one thing that I've been hearing from, you know, people in their early to mid-30s, you know what I'm saying, in, in that in that age range, is that, like, we are the generation that are, you know, in, in breaking generational curses, the way that that looks like is us, you know, being very, um, very unapologetic about our boundaries. Mm-hmm. But what I'm also learning, and shit, this even goes, this even goes for myself, is we understand that the boundaries need to be set. So like you said, we understand that like, I got to reevaluate this relationship. Is it really mm-hmm. reciprocal? Mm-hmm. Is, is it really, you know what I'm saying? Is it really give and take? Mm-hmm. And we understand that, but we don't necessarily always know how to do that. We don't necessarily know what that looks like, mm-hmm. even though we know it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it may just look like, Cussing somebody out or just saying, oh, you know what? I ain't fucking with you no more. I'm cool. I'm cool. You know, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. I ain't like what you did. It is what it is. As opposed to saying, you know what? Um, what you did hurt my feelings and I can't trust you and I can't, you know, I can't afford to be in relationship with people that's going to impact, you know, if I have to worry about trusting them, you know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. that's going to work. That's going to stress me out to the point where I'm taking that out on my family. You know what I'm saying? These mm-hmm. are the type of things that like, you know, we get it in theory, but understanding how to execution, that's something, that's something different. Yeah. You know, that's, that, that's, that's a different, different level that's of exactly it. exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, 
Hey man, I like I like what you said, man. You know this <laughs> this group of you know getting high level entrepreneurs to talk about how we can you know really be a little bit more healthy. Yeah, 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 well. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, because that's that's where the real wealth is at. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That is a that is very much disruptive in this thing too. Yeah. Don't don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? If we if we are not healthy, if we can't have healthy relationships with ourselves, we damn sure can't have healthy relationships with one another. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So that's that that's what this thing is all about. Nita, again, I appreciate you. Um, beautiful soul, beautiful spirit. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Second time on LYP, this time in person. You know what I'm saying? Last time we did this, when I had the quarantine, sideburns, and all that. You feel me? I was looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? But we, you know, thank you so much for coming on again. Listen, you were instrumental in helping us get our last guest, you know, um, who we lobbied for, Arian Foster on. You know what I'm saying? You were one of the alumni who, you know, when we put together the montage, the video, we're asking Arian Foster to come on. You was one of the people who spoke to that, you know what I'm saying? And we want to try to tap into a little bit of that magic again. Um, we're getting my, my guy Darrell messing with the audio right now. Y'all hear that on camera. It's, 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 all, it's all good. Um, but you were one of the people who helped us, you know, get that special guest on. And, you know, we want to try to do that again. This next person we lobbying to get is Charlemagne the God. Um, a lot of people may know Charlemagne as being a radio host on The Breakfast Club being this outspoken dude, this outlandish guy who says all this crazy shit. Um, but what I've grown to really understand and appreciate about Charlemagne is his intentionality about growth, but also him being disruptive in his mental health space and just understanding um, how his story and being transparent with his own experiences um, and his own work and healing, you know what I'm saying, in his mental health experiences Man, that stuff is translating, and that's really, you know, changing people's lives. You know, I really, really want to sit down and, like, have a conversation about that, um, you know. And, and also, he's also a, a a real tycoon in this podcast space as well, you know. So I really want to sit down and have another level, uh, another high-level conversation with him. Um, so if you could... Look at this middle camera because our other cameras and die, man. We've been working, man. What you want us to do, man? The, ba- the batteries died. It's all, it's all good. It ain't perfect. It just worked. If you could, look in this middle camera. Tell my guy, Charlemagne the God, why he should be a guest on the Lilia Purpose podcast. Please. Hey, yo, Charlemagne. <laughs> no, but I think, that, I, I think that that's super important. I love to see black men have the conversation about the mental health piece. And I think that the way that you can orchestrate and run a conversation, I think you guys have that in common. Um, Charlemagne. We need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come through. This is a th- these messages are aligned. Uh, you know, we need your support. Another black man doing his thing on a podcast tip. Uh, we we need more of that black yeah, nepotism. Do. When I get on, you get on. And, and Charlemagne is a big a big advocate for black nepotism, man. You know what I'm saying? He speaks about that. You know. Intentionally, you Fact. know what I'm saying? So come on through and act it out. Yeah, 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 for sure. 100%. <laughs> Listen, man, another episode of Leah Purpose, man. We appreciate the community behind LYP. Neither we appreciate you again. Thank you for having me. Everybody, LYP, baby. This is a movement. Legacy, baby. See y'all later. Peace. <laughs>